I didn't know if you were going to say something lame, but I stopped you. Uh, no, I thought I was I was trying to say something, I was just blanked. That's fine. I do that all the time. <laughs> That's why there's so many uhs in our, our, our show. My phone just, like, buzzed, but didn't light up. We have an intro now that we had last oh. week, too. I don't know if anybody heard it yet, but we, we got it on, like, two days after filming the last podcast. Oh. And I really like it. I think it's really good. I'm very happy with the way it came out. So... Thank this you. will be um, the first time we hear it then. This will be the second time, but the first time oh, we've okay. acknowledged that it exists. Because last time we just we didn't know it was gonna be there when it showed up. When you, you recorded. Know, yeah, because like I think I messaged him on like Wednesday and I was like, Alright, here you go, here's the money, here's what we're thinking. And then like I think Saturday night he was like, Here you go. And I was like, Oh, there's still time to put it in. So I edited it in, but uh, it was made by uh, I believe it's Richard Sims on uh, Fiverr. He made it. Uh, he was really oh, good. Wow. Left about a nice, a nice uh, uh, five star review. He's very happy with his work. Uh, and there's a chance if we ever do any more projects in the future, we could go with him. Um, but yeah, so that was really cool. Very satisfied with that. Um, but this week we're talking about Elden Ring for the Elden last time. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. After this, Ring. We're, we're not allowed to talk about Elden Ring ever again. Yeah, I'm going to stop playing it. I'm going to refund. Exactly. Even though I have 173 hours in the game. We're not allowed to play it anymore after this week. So I hope everybody had a good time with it, but we're done. I just played it for the bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same just, here. Just to talk about it. That's all that it was uh, for. I did it for a meme. The memes. I never um, really liked it. it. You know, it's okay. <laughs> it's not that great, honestly. It's pretty good, I guess. Game of the year? Yeah. Probably still. But what's it competing against, honestly? You know, Pokemon? I heard Dying Light 2 wasn't that great. I heard it was fun, but it wasn't that great. I heard the story was bad, oh, but well, the gameplay is amazing. Really? Okay, so... But I mean, a bad story, that's going to take away from your... That's That ruins your chances of Game of the Year. I mean, you know, I'm going to look up what other games came out this year. Well, it just depends. Like Depends on the year. <laughs> well, uh, you talk to some people, they would tell you Elden Ring doesn't have a story. That's true. Dude, I looked up video games that came out in 2022, and it's a bunch of games I've never heard of. Really? Sifu's on here. Oh, Sifu's really I've seen good. That I one. feel like that might be up there. Is that a really good? Is it really good? I've heard people say it's really good. I haven't good. played it, but okay. I have seen like Oni play it. W2K22 came out this year. Game yeah, it's year. not going to be Game Ten. of the Year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mario Strikers is coming out this year sometime. Uh, the fact that oh, Horizon Pony... Zero Dawn also. Horizon... Oh, yeah. I could see that also. Uh, the Forbidden West. Yeah, I could definitely yeah, see that yeah. being another. Total War 3 came out, but I don't see Total War beating uh, Elden Ring. Maybe not. Nah, I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, I don't see anything beating Elden Ring. see a few other random games I've never seen before, like Forspoken. Starfield. This sounds familiar. Oh, that's the Bethesda... Um, sci-fi game that they're making. Is it? It says it's yep. coming out in no... Initial release date is o- November 11th. 
Yeah, we haven't yet to see anything about that game. Actually, I was going to say concept art and stuff. Uh, I think we're supposed to get a new uh, Pokemon game at the end of the year too, Gen Nine, right? Yes. Something like that. Scarlet and Violet. Yes. So, but I, again, I don't see that also beating Elden Ring. Um, looks like Square Enix put out a new game too. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Oh shit. <laughs> what do you know about yeah. it? Uh, that game is funny as hell. Really? <laughs> uh, in the in, it's just got like this weird, like kind of mid aughts edge to it. That's like uh, really funny. Stranger you'd Paradise. Have to, you'd have to see care, like cutscenes from it to really know what I'm talking about. But action role playing game. It's uh, it's by the same guys that make uh, Neo, those games. Okay. Uh, Team Ninja, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Team Ninja. Yeah, uh, Square Enix published it. Koei Tecmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, those Neo games are really good, and if uh, Stranger of Paradise plays like those, then it probably plays good too. The reviews on Google are not that great. It's currently got a three point two. Is that critic review or is that just uh, anybody? That is, I think it's anybody. Hundred okay. ratings. Google reviews kind of. Yeah, it's it's a very eh, kind of take. You know what I mean? So shoot, maybe that'll be the next game we try. Oh my goodness! But let's let's get into Elden Ring because but Elden Ring we gotta talk for like but seven hours now. Last time Elden Ring we didn't even talk about we did a, we did our best to do a non spoiler talk through of the the beginning of Elden Ring. This time we're talking about whatever we want. There is complete spoilers. I haven't even beat the game. How many? What you guys are on new game? Yeah, a new game plus. Yeah. Um, I haven't really done New Game Plus because I don't. I like to do like just a new playthrough, but yeah, yeah. But much. you guys are at that point where okay. I'm doing both. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have beaten the first boss, the first like title screen boss, and that's it. And I'm happy with Hell that. Yeah. yeah, for real. Um, so let's start on the bridge, right? So you you work your way through Lim Lim Limgrave, and you get up to fight Margaret. Is that his name? How do you say his? Is it Margaret? Margaret. Margaret. It's, 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 Margaret. <laughs> Margaret. There's, it's there's, spelled M-A-R-G-I-T. No, no. Margaret. <laughs> Margaret. Yeah, I'm like. It's not how it's spelled. It's, it's like M-A-R-G-I-T. That's why. That's why people called him Margit Good. Margit Good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's because the last of his uh, name is spelled uh, G-I-T, just like the Get Good meme. That's amazing. Uh, so Margaret has some workarounds uh i think for the first boss it's a little bit harder than you expect but you're also in a like the open world environment where you could have fought like a dragon and tree sentinel and a bunch of other bosses before fighting market so it's kind of like is this boss really you know that hard for a first boss when you've probably already fought like 15 weaker bosses uh maybe not but Especially if you, if you do some exploring and stuff before you head to it. Right. Because mm -hmm. you can go to Patches, right? And mm -hmm. if you help or defeat Patches, you get the ball bearing if you beat him. You can take the ball bearing to the... Oh, you know what? To go to the round table, you have to beat Market, don't you? No, you don't. You have to fight him. You just have to fight him. Oh, just fight him. You don't okay. even have to do that. I you just to. have to rest at that brace? Um, yeah, I think it's... 
when you rest at a certain number of graces out in the open world, then um, oh. I'll come back to you and be like, I'll take you to the round table hold. Oh, I did not know that. I thought I had to beat him. Okay. Um, so, but once you do that, if you either befriend, befriend or save, whatever you want to say, you get a patches shop access. He sells you maybe three items that of, uh, or three uses of an item, which just locks Margit in place. Oh yeah, the Margit Shackle. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't explore the world, you would never know that. But I heard, I overheard about it recently and, uh, I didn't need it for the second playthrough, but the first playthrough, well, first playthrough, I also didn't need it. I just summoned up as many monsters as I could and just blasted him with spells. Um, second playthrough, I was a little bit more beefed up. I kind of had a better game plan going in. Um, and I was able to like get him to a stagger state or whatever when he falls down on one knee. Um, and I knew once I got him to that point, I was like, I can, I can beat this boss. It's, it's, it's over at this point. Um, so you definitely don't need it, but I guess if you're trying to move quicker, getting that item will significantly help your progression. Oh yeah. Castle. I'm sure if you spam that shackle item, yeah. you'd probably just tri trivialize it completely. Oh, yeah. Cause there's a couple of bosses like that have items like that in the game. Really? Um, actually I, there's only two and one of them is Margaret. You've lied to me. Um, but the other boss, I actually tried using a, a similar item and it, I knew if I had used it over and over during the boss fight, I'd probably kill him in one try. Wow. Um, cause he can't do anything. What boss is it? Um, is it Godric? It's not Godric, surely. We're, we're going spoilers, I guess. Yes. Right. Can't okay. hurt anyone. We've declared um, it. I'm talking about Moog. Moog. Um, he's a very late game boss. Okay. And, um, he is the, uh, I, I'm not sure if you can use it in his second boss fight, which is like his end game boss fight called Lord of Blood. Okay. Um, you can fight him twice in the game. That's pretty cool. Um, the first time you can fight him, you go down to the uh, sewers underneath Langdell, and uh, he's called like Mar uh, Moog the Omen King or something like that. I can't remember. Hmm. Um, he's not the the thing in Stormvale Castle if you go to the bottom, right? The dragon thing? No, that's no. the uh, ulcerated tree spirit. Ah. Yep. Okay. I ran into that thing on accident. Like, I knew it was coming. Like, it was very obvious it was coming. But, yeah, I, d I wasn't ready for that. I ran through, grabbed all the items, and climbed up that fucking ladder that they <laughs> yeah they carefully put in there. That took takes, like, five minutes to climb all the way up with. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so he was a cool fight. It was very interesting. I didn't try to fight him at all, but Margaret, Margaret was a good fight. It is a good opening fight, but a lot of people say, and this is the next boss, Godric. They compare him and say that Godric is weaker than Margaret. What do you, I don't know. What I, actually, I actually agree. You do? Yeah. Um, I just feel like uh, Margaret is like a big first test. Sure. And uh, by the time you hit um, Godric, you'll know pretty good, decent a bit about the game. Yeah, it's a fair point. Um, Mark Mar or not Margaret? Uh, Godric's attacks are very. You can you can tell they're coming, and kind mm -hmm. of what direction things are about to happen. Yeah, they're easier to predict. Learn. Yes. Yeah. Because like, like 
the three big god like hit the boob the, the three big moves that Godric uses to try and kill you like he's pretty much going to show you what they are the first time you fight him yeah so if you don't kill him the first time you know what to look out for for the rest of the time you fight him and his face too doesn't really when he gets like the dragon head it's not really that hard yeah it's it's the same move set it's not like he gains mm-hmm. like a breath attack all of a sudden it's just his it enhances his old move set that's the only he does thing get a breath this. attack. Um, he does just, get a breath that attack. That move is extremely slow, and yeah, really yeah. I think I almost died to it the first time I tried the fight. Uh, I really like Godric, but the problem is, is I haven't seen any boss fights afterwards, so I'm going to be completely confused as far as what happens afterwards. The only thing that I have done past Godric is I went and got the Academy Scroll, and then went and started the Academy. And I think the last thing I did on that character was defeat, um, like, the Red Wolf. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a fun fight. I actually really enjoyed that fight. I thought it was really cool. How he, like, runs around and, like, leaves those little uh, swords in the air. And you have to, like, remember to dodge them. I was like, that's a good fight. And he's not crazy hard. You just have to be quicker than him and just think a little bit more. And uh, if you can just keep up with him, then he's no problem. You can take him. You know what's funny really about that fight hmm. is uh, me and me and Wayne both follow a, a data miner on Twitter named Zuli the Witch. Yeah. And uh, she made a video not too terribly long ago about Dark Souls Three and how in Dark Souls Three there was a, a covenant called the. Uh, what was it called? It wasn't called the Abyss Watchers, but it was pretty much the Abyss Watchers. And that's your guy's D&D group name is the Abyss, Abyss Watchers, or is the Abyss Walkers? The Abyss walk, Walkers. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, they, uh, what you would do in that covenant is you would take uh, the covenant things to the uh, to the watchdog, like the the wolf. That the Covenant is, like, based around or whatever. Yeah. And that wolf had, like, like unused, like, moveset and, like, a different, like, animations and stuff. And, like, a whole other, like, f- form where he's, like, holding a sword in his mouth. Kind of like Sif from Dark Souls 1. Yeah, yeah. But it's all unused and it was all just kind of left in the game that they just kind of left there. And she had recently made a video on YouTube about Elden Ring talking about how, because of how big it is, uh, they've been using some of that unused stuff. So, like, that fight, the Red Wolf of Radagon, um, she speculates that it's that fight, like, that you were supposed to, that, that they were thinking about putting in Dark Souls 3 with that, uh, with that watchdog of the uh, of the abyss watchers mm-hmm. they just didn't put in uh but they decided to put into elden ring just because they had to fit so much content in. into it yeah 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 they de- they definitely do not skimp on bosses in this game there's like they don't skimp on anything in the entire <laughs> game it's literally insane isn't there an abyss watcher in this game I don't he, think so. Isn't he the assassin that's like at half HP when you find him? Oh, he's not an abyss watcher. Yeah, those are black knives. That was a black knife. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Black knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're like uh. Uh, 
So I've actually been trying to get into the lore of Elden Ring a bit more recently, and... How's that going? I mean, it's difficult, but, you know, <laughs> I'm still doing it. Like, sure. the black... So, like, uh, America and the Black Knives are... And America is, like, the god queen, right? Right, right. Of the whole game or whatever. Uh, they're both uh, Newman, which is, like, a race of people from a different land that right. came to the lands between, like, fucking forever ago. It's actually and, kind of implied that they're, like, aliens, almost. Yeah, almost, that they're, like, aliens. And, uh, and they showed up here, and the Black Knives are the ones who started killing the gods and shit. Like, whenever they killed, uh... What was his name? Uh, the Goblin the Gold. Yeah. Wait, what was it? Whatever. Blaine? Um, they they killed uh, Godwin the Gold. Okay. Yeah, they That's killed the Godwin. Game. It was the first uh, the first kill of like the gods and shit. Mm -hmm. And it was all a bunch of black knife assassins. They're all females too. Oh, I did not know that. So and, um, are they are they done now? Now that the the whole kind of thing's over. I don't think so. I mean, I'm not really like I'm not sure what all is going on because I mean, there's black knife assassins everywhere. Gotcha. In Elden Ring in the end game, like okay. I swear. But like, well, I mean, not everywhere, but you know, you they're definitely more prevalent, right? When you start getting stronger and you start getting to the late game, like war heavy areas, right? They start they start popping up. Hmm. Uh, there there's some black knife bosses throughout the game. Uh, I just do we want to get into talking about the lore right now, or because I could go a deep. I don't know a whole lot, honestly. I mean, I would like to know more. I'm learning as as I go right now. Um, you want to give us some cliff notes, Lane? Um, because I don't know anything about it. Well, because you, I like the the first thing I like about Elden Ring a lot is the opening cutscene actually explains a lot of the story. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't like reveal like a lot, but it does kind of give you an idea of like what is going on in the story. Unlike I would say like Dark Souls 2 or 3. Okay. I think Dark Souls 1 did set up the story pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, but 2 and 3's cutscenes were cryptic, vague shit uh, mm -hmm. that didn't really tell you anything. Um, but Elden Rings, it basically starts out that uh, the first thing that happens is that Godwin the Gold was assassinated by the Black Knives. And then that started the Shattering, which was a war between the demigods to try to become the Elden Lord. And nobody, none of the demigods came out of that as the Elden Lord. That None of them were able to kill each other. And now it's up to you, the Tarnished, to uh, do that yourself. Hmm. So and put all the pieces of the Elden Ring together and, and fix the world, basically. So are the demigods, or the demi, are the demigods or demi-humans? They're demi-humans, right? Demigods. Uh, no, well, the demigods are straight up demigods, because Queen Merica is a god. Yep. So, um, and all of her children are the demigods that are like the bosses of the game. Okay, so what I'm thinking of is, I think, demi-humans, which are the, uh, they're kind of like they're those... Like they're, they're like, like a an enemy dudes. pack. Yeah, they're like yeah. a little, little yeah. trash pack, honestly. Yeah, and they always have like clubs, and they scream, and they. Yeah, those are demi humans. No, okay. these people are demi gods. Like okay. they are. 
not to be fucked with. Like, Melania and and uh, Radon are both demigods. Okay. So you see him fighting in the opening cutscene, actually. Okay, that's... Okay, so the other one was... Okay, 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 okay. Um, do you fight every demigod? I believe you I do. I think so, yeah. I guess any of the ones that are All still living. All except for one, actually. Um, oh, yeah, there is one that you don't fight. It's speculated that either you, we haven't found out how to yet, or it's going to be DLC. Ooh. Is it the Dung Eater? No, uh, you can fight the Dung Eater. He's actually not even a real boss, which I is wild it. as fuck. Just yeah, actually, all it. the characters, whenever that they, they talk about, tarnished, um, that they mention by name, are all just like NPC characters that you interact with, like Fia, Offnir, yeah, yeah. Um, and Dung Eater. <laughs> so, well, Offnir actually turns out to be a boss, like towards the end of the game. Right, but, like, but he's like a guy you talk to. Right, but he's like a, a dude for most of the game, yeah. Uh, it's really funny. Actually, now that we mentioned that, I think my favorite like meme going around like the Elden Ring community right now is mm-hmm. is like the gold mask. Because like uh, the dude that, that he talks about in the cutscene, the ever-brilliant gold mask... Uh, like, he doesn't say shit at all, and he just sits there and points at the Erd Tree with his gold mask on. And, like, I seen people on Twitter earlier talking about how if you don't do his quest line, which I didn't because I didn't know what to do with him, that that's your actually your only interaction with the gold mask is him just sitting there silently refusing to talk, pointing at the Erd Tree. And I've seen a bunch of people earlier talking about the gold mask and like they were talking about him like <laughs> refuses to talk, points at the Erd tree, ever brilliant. Ever <laughs> like the brilliant. gold mask is ever brilliant. He just fucking sits there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, even whenever you do do his quest line, I've done like a little bit of it um, on my first playthrough, but I didn't do all of it because I didn't know what to do. Um, he pretty much has like a, an interpreter that kind of tells you what he's up to rather than him telling you him, you know, directly. He's like a dude following him around just like to write down all of the things that he observes about the gold mask because he's so brilliant. Right. I really that's, like how in the so opening cutscene they have the narrator like really like put their opinion on the people that he was talking about, except for like Fia, and he doesn't really say anything about Fia, but he's like the loathsome dung eater and the ever brilliant <laughs> gold mask and shit like that. <laughs> How much oomph he puts behind whatever he says. The loathsome dung eater. <laughs> Dude, it hurts my soul hearing that the dung eater is not like a prominent character in the game, because I was like, that's funny. Why is that funny? I need to know more about it. And then CJ tells me like his first encounter with the dung eater is like i just killed him <laughs> like, <laughs> like well, that's not your easily. first encounter so like this is how i did it and you're not supposed to do it the way i did it which uh, i found out after like doing new game plus yeah but like uh you don't realize who he is unless you recognize his armor because mm-hmm. like he he just sits in the round table hold he's like a red phantom in like his own room and oh. he just sits there with like a pile of dead bodies in his room and like 
uh, Radica, the chick who uh, upgrades your fucking spirit ashes, your summons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she can talk to spirits or whatever, she'll be like, that fucking dude, I'm pretty sure that fucking dude's the dung eater because <laughs> I can hear spirits coming from from his room. And what the dung eater does is he, like, when, when he kills people, he, like, defiles their corpse. Oh. And, like, uh, whenever someone dies in Elden Ring, their soul goes to the Erd Tree. But when the dung eater defiles somebody's corpse, they can't go to the Erd Tree and they're just kind of stuck. And apparently that's, like, fucking awful. Because Radica... One of the worst ways to die. Yeah, because Radica is, like... I can hear him screaming all the time, like, they're in constant agony and, and shit like that. And then, like, you can actually pick up uh, shit off of people that the Dung Eater has defiled. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, some kind of, like, sore or something. And, yeah. like, if you pick one up and then go talk to him, he'll be like, you've seen the curse, haven't you? And he's like, I tell you what, and he'll give you a key and he'll be like, Go to the sewers below Lindell, and you'll find me, and I'll kill you, and I'll defile your corpse, and awesome. then you can be truly fucking dung eatered. And uh, and then I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna go fucking kill your ass." So <laughs> that's what I did. I was, I went down there. I found him. He was sitting there banging his head against the wall, calling himself the dung eater, <laughs> and I'd fucking just smacked him just fucking handed him his ass um what you're supposed to do is talk to him and then he tells you to meet him somewhere else to fight him that way but I don't think it still ends up being a boss fight actually right it's still and, of a... an NPC quest line um and it actually leads to one of the endings of the game you can actually do the ending I think just by killing him I'm not really for certain. Well, because whenever you are doing something for the endings, um, you there's always like a key item, except for Ronnie's questline. Um, there's always a key item that they give you, and it's like a uh, ring mending something. Yeah. And um, those are like the items for the endings. And whenever you click on uh... the final thing, on when you hit the end of the game after you kill the final boss, um, it'll be like which one of these ring mending things do you want to use and it'll have a list and that's how you choose you your ending yeah and i think if you, there is a generic ending if you don't have any of them and you just didn't do anybody's quest line right i kind of struggle really with funny. that sometimes because i because there's not like a, a traditional quest log you just have to like remember and go off like what they're saying and uh, so i forget sometimes like when i'm on quests yeah, and, and sometimes it takes, like, backtracking, and sometimes you will get stuck just trying to figure it out, honestly. Right. Like, for example, uh, I'm doing Ronnie's quest on a New Game Plus. Because in my first playthrough, I really honestly didn't even do any quest lines. I just fucking ran through the game, dude. I just wanted to explore the world and, like, fight all the bosses and become the Elden Lord. Right. And, like, that's really all I was really worried about. And uh, now in my new game, I'm just doing as many quests as I can. And Ronnie's quest, I've been able to do all of it so far 
without looking anything up. But That's it wild. has it has been really difficult because like like either the description will tell you like of the item will tell you what you need to do, conda, mm-hmm. um, or what they tell you, um. Fucking what they tell you, uh, whenever you're like progressing the quest line, will tell you where you need to go or what to do. Uh, the one part that I think I got lucky on was whenever, whenever you uh, progress her quest line enough, she turns into like a doll, and whenever she turns into a doll, there's this grace beside where you pick up her doll, and when you look at that grace, it has an extra option that says talk to Ronnie, I think. Or mm-hmm. something like that. Or yeah, talk, talk to the to doll. doll. Yeah, something like that. Um, so I, I was seeing that, and I clicked it, and it just had dots on it. And I was like, did that just have dots on it? So then I clicked yeah, it, it like again. <laughs> yeah, so then I clicked it again, and then it just had dots on it again. And then I, and I kept looking at it, and then I, I was like, did that say anything? So, like, then I clicked it a third time to see if there was going to be, like, any noise or whatever. And then it progressed the quest line. So, I guess you have to talk to that doll, like, three times before it'll, like, (laughs) like, do anything. And, like, I just kind of did that on accident because I was just, like, I clicked it and then I was amazed that it didn't do anything. So, then I clicked it again to see if it would do anything and then it didn't again. So, then I clicked it again to see if it would make a noise. And then it started, and then it started going. You know what I'm saying? So like, and, and, and I think what's really funny about it is that <laughs> I think uh, the miniature Ronnie like talks back to you, and she's like, "You have a habit of talking to dolls." <laughs> yeah, she weirdo. does. She's like, "What are you <laughs> fucking doing, bro?" <laughs> but uh, I probably, I mean, I definitely got lucky there. I mean, if I didn't like do that, then I probably would have had to look that part up right. if I really wanted to continue or whatever. Um. But I've gotten really far. I got the ring that you need to get from from the quest line. So I'm pretty sure I'm at, like, the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're, like, right there. Yeah, I just now got to, like, the moonlight altar or some shit like that. So, like, I'm pretty sure that, like, I don't need a guide. I think I'm actually going to be able to do the whole thing without looking anything up. But, like, <clears throat> sometimes in the quest... It really takes some brainstorming, dude. Like, the part that I really got stuck on, like, and I almost did have to look up, was whenever you're progressing her quest line and then you get a key. And I got this key, and I was like, alright, what do I do with this key? So, like, I went back to, like, her tower. I searched all through those towers. I fought that dragon for him to fucking disappear or whatever. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do I do with this key? So, and I went back to, like, Noxtella, and I was like, where's the chest, you know, where the fuck, what do I do with this key? And, uh, and then I read the description, and I can't remember if the description said something about Renala. It does. Uh, it, it says where, yeah. where exactly it is. Yeah, it was like, it was like, this, this is for a chest in, in fucking Renala's bedchamber, and I was like, oh yeah, Renala's part, like, like she's part of Ronnie's quest line, like kinda. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. So then I fucking went there, got the ring, and now you know what I'm saying. 
I'm about to finish it without looking anything up. But for the most part, I think I'm gonna have to like look up other quest lines. Like if I don't pay like a lot of attention, because you have to pay very fine attention to every detail of these NPC quest lines, or you will struggle. Yeah, and you'll have to get lucky to progress for real. Yeah, I I think for me. When I first played the game, I saw Blyde, and I uh, fell in love, and then I was like, uh, anything to do with Blyde, I want to do, so I looked up his questline. <laughs> uh, but I, I actually did the first too. few steps without looking it up, too. I uh, um, I had a... No, actually, I didn't look that up. I I went and found... And Blyde is the half-wolf, right? The, yes, okay. Blyde the half-wolf. Um, I went and found where he was because they put that update out where you can see where like NPCs are on the map now so mm -hmm. I ran up to him he's howling and I'm like okay I don't know what to do and I just happened to go back to Ka Calais Clay Calais yeah yeah Calais and uh, he was like there was you know like a new chat option that was like there's a guy howling and he was like oh yeah I know that dude uh use a snap and then so I, I figured that all out on my own on accident and then had to look up where his target was the uh the the evil knight Darwin, or whatever yeah. he was after yeah yeah the hound or whatever he was after and uh so that's how i got a sword and i've been using a sword ever since that curved great sword mm -hmm. which i think is super cool and it's got oh, a really cool weapon art um the thing about pretty much any of the FromSoft games as far as the souls likes go is that if you see a character that you like um I recommend just looking that character up to see if they have a quest line and just looking up online how to do it because right. um, doing it yourself is frustrating and right. it's not easy to figure out and it's meant to be like something that'd be really hard to figure out on your own. Um, it's I, just a so Souls I, thing, baby. It's just, a, <laughs> it's just one of those things that FromSoft does and Miyazaki. He, he just likes to make it vague like that. Um, and some of them are, and most of them are actually what much more vague than uh, Ronnie's quest line. Because Ronnie's quest line, I could, up until you have to talk to the doll like seven times in order, in order to get her it's to talk three, back to you. But, it's three, but yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. three. Uh, up until that point, I could pretty much see somebody actually figuring that out um, on their own. Um, but for people like Dung Eater, where it's like. Oh, you have to yeah. go find these three random key items that are out in the world somewhere and bring them back to uh, to him in order to do his ending or whatever. got lucky doing that one. Like, oh, actually, because, like, you're right. You, I, I, I thought you only had to bring one of those, but I guess you have to have three of them. Yeah, there's, like, three in the game, I believe. And I did and, manage to find all three, but I mm -hmm. killed them as soon as I saw them like you did, so yeah. I couldn't do it either. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean... I'll have to go find those three again. I can't remember exactly where they're at. I know one's in Lindell. Like, I know that for a fact, but I can't even honestly remember where the other two are. But uh, Dung Eater is so wild. I know, yeah. yeah he's he, fucking I, crazy I can't character. think of many characters in any of the FromSoft games that are just straight evil like Dung Eater is. Like, yeah. that is the most evil character I have ever seen <laughs> in any of these games. Like, like, do you have a favorite NPC? A favorite NPC? Mm-hmm. Blyde. Blyde? 
I love Blight. He's so cool. I think, I think he's I really like cool Blight too. too. Um, I mean, my favorite NPC might change after I like get into the war and all that shit. But as far as like first impression NPCs, my favorite NPC is Yura. Even though I fucking killed him twice for his weapon, <laughs> my favorite NPC is Yura. Yura's um, cool. My, oh, the the reason is hunter. No. Yeah, yeah the Bloodfinger Hunter. Yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Uh. He's awesome, and the reason I like Yura is because um, his armor is cool. I don't care much for his helmet, but I do like his armor, and I think his helmet's cool on him. Like I think he looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the reason I like him so much is because when you first meet Yura, he's like you know chill. He's telling you you shouldn't hunt other tarnished. That's fucking bullshit. Right. We're all just trying to do the same thing. Uh, you go up the road, you get invaded by a bloody finger, and then Yura <laughs> shows up and he helps you fight him, and he's like, fuck bloody fingers, I got you, bro. Yeah. And then, like, you meet him again, and he's like, hey, bro, it is what it is, you get invaded again, I got you, like, we're dogs. And you're like, I'll fuck with Yura. Like, after that, you're like, Yura's cool, I love Yura, he's actually a good guy. You know, he, all the other NPCs you found so far, unless they're a fucking, you know, uh... Melina or Kale, like, you know, they're not super duper friendly with you. Um, so you're like, yeah, I know you're as a good guy. And then when you start getting later into the game, <laughs> you fucking meet Yura. And then Yura's like, hey, bro, I see you're up here in the, uh, in the mountain top of the, of the giants. You're not coming up here to, uh, to tame that flame and burn the earth tree, are you? And he's like, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I am, actually. And he's <laughs> like, well, listen, bro. Instead, you should go under the capital of Windell and consult the Three Fingers and become the Frenzied Lord of Flame. Or the Lord of the Frenzied Flame. And let chaos ensue. And you're like, what? And then he's like, chaos! Chaos! And you're just <laughs> his, like, what the fuck? Is so funny. He's like, yes, <laughs> let chaos reign! Yeah. That seems extremely out of character for him to be like... And the he, the he turn, is literally dude, out of character. The he's heel turn the is so insane, dude. It's fucking, I love it. He has a different name it. when you meet him at that point. His name is like Shabri or something. But that is chaos. Yeah. Like, he nailed it. You know what I mean? Like, if that was the, the vibe, he's supposed to be chaotic. That's it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know like the full lore behind like Yura or anything because, like I said, I'm just now starting to really look into, yeah, like everybody's lore and shit. But like, I just loved that so much. Like, I just loved how like Yura gives you that impression, and then whenever you have that interaction with Yura, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm looking at the map. And uh, it shows me how many sites of grace there are. Do you guys know how many sites of grace there are? I like, haven't counted the them, number. but there's a shitload. Yeah, it shows me the exact number of how location. Many? 308. Oh my <laughs> god, dude, sites that's of insane. Grace. That really is. They put a lot in it. But like, the, the weird thing is, is like you Big look map. at some of this like bottom area, and there's like these giant spaces between them. And then you like look in another area, and there's like five of them bunched up. So the reason weird. for that is because sometimes there's one, like, at, like, base level, and then, like, on the map, it'll look like it's, like, two feet away, but instead it's, like... It'll be, like, up a tower or A hundred stories yeah. above. 
Yeah. So that's one reason I found that it'll do that a lot. But sometimes there are just graces just bunched up together for no reason, honestly. Yeah, I'm thinking like the Swamp of Aeonia, uh, the southbound uh, grace. There's like two graces like pretty much right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, there was a few in... um... They kind of or the uh, the forest to the right, you know, like whether you first really run into the rune bears and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's none in that entire like forest area. None. Yeah, there's really like the one at the Church of America, and that's it. There's the one at the Church of like, America. There's the one before you get to Heath or whatever his name is that NPC. Uh, yeah, Fort Height. Uh, there's one yeah. by the fort, and then there's one up the hill. That's where the uh, the caster chick is at. That's underground. That you have oh, to kill yeah. that uh, monster, that boss for, mm-hmm. and that's like the only four in the immediate area. Every if you want to get into the forest, you gotta go to the church or that uh, the one before the church and run in. Which I must say, wild. after uh, now now that I've got my brain on that, I love that the uh, God's name is America. I love it, dude. America, America, America. Earlier you said it real fast, <laughs> and I was like, did he just say America? Oh, I zoomed out. There's parts of the map I've never even seen before. <laughs> like the Ansel, oh, the, oh, Ansel wow, this River. Oh, is about five times as big as I thought it was. Every There's single a, time, dude. Like, it's got an underground and, like, it's got sacred areas. And, like, dude, it's insane. I think Wayne said earlier he's got... And you just keep going. It can't get bigger. And then it does. (laughs) Yeah, and then it does. I think Wayne earlier said that he's got 170 hours in the game. Yeah, 173. I'm looking at Steam right now. I'll pull up my Steam to see if it changed. I think it did. But, like... Yeah, I've got 166. And... uh, Right before... We had just uh, started this podcast. I had just unlocked an achievement to kill Astale, you know, and I never killed that boss until just now because I'm just now doing Rennie's quest line. Uh, so even after 160 hours, I'm still going places doing shit that I still haven't done yet. There's like, there are, I know for sure, like three or four bosses that are completely locked behind um, Fia's quest line that are badass. There's one that I'm, that oh, I'm there's really like, There's like two for. behind Fia's quest line, and then there's like the Dragon Lord, which is like a whole... That's like, the one that I'm looking at. That yeah. you had to tell me about in order for me yeah. to find. That's the one that I'm looking for, dude. I'm going to do the... I'm not. I'm going to do Rainy's quest line, and then like a new game too. That's what I'm going for. It's going to be wild too, because I'm going to be fighting that dude in like new game two. New game plus two. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go for these different endings by doing like new characters that are kind of themed around those endings. Sure. I'm like probably on my current character. I was thinking I was either going to do like Dung Eater or like somebody else. Maybe uh, Moog's. I think Moog has one associated with him. Does Moog really have one? I believe so. Really? Um, I'd have to look at all the endings again. Um, but I think there's like a blood ending. Does Bog do a bunch of blood loss? Yes, he does. <laughs> he is the <laughs> Lord of Blood, and he bleeds you a lot. Oh, that's always fun. He do. But, uh... Yeah, whenever I was looking into it, there were six confirmed endings to the game. And I think there was not a blood ending that I've seen. Not? Hmm. not that I've seen, but... 
Um, they also said in that, like, in that, um, video, that they're not confirming that there's only six. They're just confirming that they have found six so far. So there's no telling how many endings that the game actually has. <laughs> it would not surprise me to find, like, two years from now, somebody finds another one. That would be insane to me if they. I think that's what they're trying to do with this game, dude. Like, I really do. I think that, like, for the simple fact that they have illusory walls in the game that take, like, 50,000 hits to break, like, I think that they have put some fucking shit in this game that people are gonna have to spend years finding out, and, like, it's gonna take people, like, Zuli the witch and shit like <laughs> data mining the fuck out of this game and like putting two and two together and like Maybe even strokes of luck, you know what I'm saying people will, like find this secret or that secret about Elden Ring I fully anticipate Just just years of new discoveries. Honestly We should probably talk about this before we forget we are uh, we're coming up on the 45 minute mark So we're moving really well uh PvP. You guys want to talk about PvP. I've done zero of it. But, uh, I, but I do have a PvP story. Oh, perfect. All right, who's going first? Lane or CJ? Um, you can get my story out for you. Yeah, yeah you go first. Uh, So, I was helping Shane fight the Draconic Tree Sentinel the other day. Uh, which, fight helping oh. your buddies fight a boss usually isn't whatever. You get invaded, you can go through the fog wall. And then that invader gets sent home, and it's whatever, right? Well, the Draconic Tree Sentinel doesn't have a boss arena. He's just outside, and he's guarding Glendale. You have to kill him to get through. Well, when Shane summoned me to fight the Draconic Tree Sentinel, we got invaded by a fucking bitch who <laughs> was wearing the like heaviest set of poise armor in the game. Um, and running madness to get, like, uh, those three-second stuns off and shit. So, um, he invades us, and me and Shane are just like, alright, it is what it is, fuck it, let's do it. You know, <laughs> we're fighting this invader and the boss at the same time. And eventually, uh, he tries to corner Shane, and he gets Shane's attention enough to where the Draconic Tree Sentinel can smack him with his big-ass weapon. And one hitting and kill him. Uh, so Shane gets killed by the boss. And then he resummons me and we get invaded by the same guy. Awesome. Um, so what that tells me is that that guy just sits there and invades people at that spot all day. Because it's one of the only places that you can like try and camp the boss. Yeah. Uh, because that's what he did actually. The second time that he invaded us um, we were already fighting the tree sentinel. So we reset the boss. We ran away from the boss, and then the boss was like, all right, well, they ran away, so I'm going to go back and chill. So we ran away from the boss to reset him, and then that guy followed us while we reset the boss. And I was like, 1v1 me, bitch. And he wouldn't. He kept running back to the tree sentinel. And yeah. when he got to the tree sentinel, he sat there and crouched in front of the tree sentinel. So then me and Shane went to the edge of the cliff, and then we sat there and crouched. <laughs> There's a stalemate for about five. Five minutes, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> and then he eventually gets bored and runs over to us. And then I'm like, all right, it is what it is, bro. 1v1 me. And I hand him his ass. 
He gets fucking demolished. Me and Shane both teabag him. <laughs> we run over to the tree sentinel and we kill the tree sentinel. And we got revenge on that same pussy who fucking invaded us the first time and, <laughs> and did all that. And and the thing that's most gratifying about that too is that the fact that we got invaded by the same guy means that that dude is sitting there invading that spot all day. Over and over Because yeah. if he were to invade a different spot... He couldn't, like, cheese the players with the boss. Right. So, like, he's sitting there invading that spot with the poise armor, doing a madness build, trying to, like, team up with the fucking boss. And, like, I just know that he had to be sick to death because I'm sure that he gets, you know... I'm sure his success rate on those invasions are pretty high since he's being... For sure. Being an absolute scumbag. Yeah, just taking advantage <laughs> of the boss. But it felt so good, dude. It was one of the most gratifying things I've I've done in this game so far was to hand him his ass on a silver platter and then we go kill the boss. It's amazing. So my turn to talk. Uh, I plan <laughs> to be that little scumbag. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping that was going to be Lane in your story. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm making a build right now that's purely based around poisoning people and Scarlet rotting them. Wow to get two uh, dots on them at once. And I'm going to poison and scarlet rot them and I'm going to run away. <laughs> What's the difference <laughs> in scarlet rot and, po and like bleed and poison? Scarlet um, rot is just a lot stronger. Gotcha. It yeah. hurts a lot more. Okay. So the difference um, between bleed and poison and scarlet rot is that um, they both build up the same, actually. Right. Right. Um, you build it up until it's full and then bam. Uh... But for bleed, what happens is it procs instantly. They take that bleed damage, and then the, their bleed meter is completely reset. For poison uh, and scarlet rot, once it fills up, then they are poisoned, or scarlet rot has set in, mm -hmm. or whatever you would call that. Um, and then they take the damage. And then they the take time. the damage over time until either they fucking die, they cure it, or it goes away. Typically, they're not going to be able to wait till it goes away. They're either going to have to cure it or die. Wow. Uh, especially if it's both. Because um, both ticking is going to be rough on them. Yeah. And my yeah. build that I was going for, I am uh, I was planning on stopping at around 70-ish, 75, so that I could invade like the most amount of like zones in the game, because there's like a lot of zones that you could be at that area of level, like that level range. Um, but I think my problem right now is that I was uh, doing some invasions like right before we started this podcast. And I think um, we're at the point of the game's lifespan where everybody and their mom is playing through on New Game Plus. Mm. And so I keep running in into people who are like 100, like level 150 <laughs> or so compared to like my level 50 character. My, yeah. my character's not done. It's not level 75 yet, but um, it's... The, all everybody I run into is using like end game weapons and stuff like rippers of blood or Moog's weapon or something like that. I found today there's a spot that people like to farm, um, and if you go to the second church, uh, or I'm sorry, third church of Marika, America, America, mm -hmm. uh, and America. then you go kind of into that little water spot, not where the rune bear is, but the uh, to the right. <clears throat> There's a portal that will teleport you to the Bestial Sanctum. 
Yeah. And if you sneak around the boss that's like in front of that door or whatever, uh, you can farm those amp imps for like a thousand souls apiece. They're oh, yeah. They're strong, but that's like a, a apparently a pretty strong way of farming up. Uh, I just learned about that today, so I may try that today. See how that goes. Okay. Let me tell you some crazy shit. Thank you. Um, so, the um, <laughs> in Kaelid, you can teleport there like right away from the beginning of the game by going to the uh, Dragonburnt ruins that are ju just east of the first step. Yeah. Um, you can open the chest. You're in Kaelid. If you run all the way north to Kaelid, there you'll get to the Dragon Barrow. There's a giant dragon there that if you manage to sneak around to the back of it, you can hit his tail with a bleed weapon over and over and he can't move. Wow. And if you kill him, he drops 80,000 souls. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's a really good way to get a build started. Yeah, just get it rolling. Yeah. Just run right up there and kill that thing. And you can run before you do all that. You can go a little bit west of the first step and there's an item you can get called the gold Yep. Gold pickled foul foot or something yeah, like that. yeah 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 it gives you more runes when you kill enemies after you use it you get like you get like 110 yeah you'll get like around a hundred thousand souls instead of just eighty thousand. holy moly um if you pop it right before you kill it so good way to get your build started for sure and, uh, and i'm thinking i might do that on my uh current invasion build just because um i feel like with the lifespan of the game right now Oh, I, I've not gotten to Caleb. I've basically been playing the game just normally again wow. um, on the character that I'm on right now. But I might do that on my uh, if I redo my character. Um, just because I, I'm starting to see that my build might not be optimal. It might be better to instead do uh, a dex build instead of the arcane build that I've been doing. Mm -hmm. um, but it probably won't make a big difference anyway. But... Um... Yeah, I want to be the scumbag. I want to, <laughs> I want to like poison Scarlet Rot people and get people mad. It's fun. I love doing the PvP in these games. I do want to run a. I want to have like a Scarlet Rot kind of build um, on one of my characters. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, you honestly don't get access to really good Scarlet Rot weapons until like in game. Until like mid game, yeah. Um... I think I was uh, the th the few things I was thinking of using on my character are like the uh, there's the stagger called the scorpion stinger. Um, you can't get that until you've beaten Radon. Um, there's the ant spur rapier. You have to go to the Elsa's Plains to get it. Um, there's a few things. And then I watched a video of a dude who made a poison build like I was pretty much making, and it's completely different from mine and probably better. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's a um, the thing about poison in this game is that uh, there's actually two different kinds of poison. There's um, regular poison that you can get by just infusing a weapon with poison and doing that, and then there's deadly poison. And there's only like three ways in the game to apply deadly poison, and it's like through serpent arrows. Um, there's like a, a throwing pot that you can make that does it, and then there's a one sword in the game that does it. It's a katana. Of course it is. It's just a, it, I've got that one, actually. It applies a deadly poison. Mm-hmm. Really? And, uh, it just is regular poison, except it does more damage and lasts like a third as long. And, uh, oh. and that, and the thing about it is that, like, a lot of those weapons that 
do like Scarlet Rot or Poison. The reason why I'm rethinking doing an Arcane build and doing a, a Dex build instead is that um, a lot of those weapons don't even scale with Arcane for damage, like straight up physical damage. They scale with just Dex. Like the mm -hmm. Scorpion Stinger does not scale with Arcane. The Scarlet Rot damage does, I think, but the damage damage doesn't. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and the same thing goes for that katana too. So I'm probably going to start the game over again and uh, <laughs> make it start out samurai instead of bandit, so that I can do a slightly more optimized version of my build, current build. Um, and it, it'll be fun too, just because uh, if I cheese it and run to that dragon, <laughs> and it'll save you so much time. That, it'll save me a lot of time. I think I'm like 22 hours deep into my second character, and I'm. It'll probably be a lot faster than that to just redo it. You know, I need to say something. Well, I just remembered it. Uh, I need a shout out to Steve, the character that right before I fought the wolf, I was like just summoning people because that was fun to just bring more people <laughs> in. And uh, I summoned in Steve and Steve refused to go to the boss door with me. So I hesitated, right? And he kept spamming like, hello or whatever. And I followed him over and he showed me like the hidden wall to get like uh, the more sorcery damage uh, talisman and comet <laughs> oh. and all kinds of, and like a shortcut and I was like holy shit unfortunately uh, I died to the boss and we lost Steve and, but uh, in, in case fine. Steve hears this uh, I had to let Steve know You're he was a real Steve. one yeah even though I couldn't use our uh, comet because it requires like 53 intelligence uh, <laughs> I appreciate it <laughs> that's what's up though dude it is it is you guys want to hear been... some uh, some? Oh, I'll let you go. Oh, but uh, okay. afterwards, you guys want to do some hot takes to wrap it up? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Let's do it. All right. I was just gonna say that I've been helping people fight bosses a lot. Um, you were helping I've, people I've, fight Melania, you madman. I've been helping people fight a lot of dudes. Yeah, uh, Melania, <laughs> Melania mostly. I love Melania, dude. I think Melania might be Melania might be my favorite boss in the series. Like, it's hard to say, like, it's hard to pinpoint, like, who your favorite boss is out of Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 3, Sekiro, Elden Ring, because at that point, the amount of bosses is, like, mm -hmm. what, like, fucking 400 or something stupid. Yeah. Especially with this game being, I think there's 115 bosses in Elden Ring. Exactly. So, like, at that point, it's, like, you know... Am I am I thinking? Am I missing one right now that I'll think of tomorrow? And I'm like, oh fuck, dude, that boss is so fucking sweet. You know what I mean? Sure, but Melania, in my opinion, she's definitely the hardest boss in the game. She's and the hardest boss in any of the fucking FromSoft games for sure. I think sure. she's the hardest boss in any of the games. I was about to say, yeah, and I think she has the coolest phase two cutscene of any of the bosses that i've seen in any of the from software games too because like i, I, I won't say anything the, about I the cutscene but like holy fuck, dude like i remember like it just gets that reaction out of it you know what i'm saying right. it gets that it puts that feeling into you like whenever you're watching that shit happen and like the visuals the music the sense of I'm so fucked like <laughs> it's all it all hits so well dude it's amazing and I, it's I, I do have one boss and it's in Bloodborne 
so you haven't played it. Mm. Um, you just let me know when I can drop by your place, and I'll yeah. drop you down a PS4 <laughs> and Bloodborne, and you can do that. Um, yeah. There is a boss on Bloodborne that I think has a cooler second phase than that. Which one is it? Uh, you know I don't know if I want to even tell you. Yeah, I want fun. you to experience it. It's so cool. That's fun, yeah. Um, but you out there, if you know, if you played Bloodborne in the old Hunters DLC, you know. Oh, they one. know. Well, I think I may know, actually, from watching <laughs> you a, might. a YouTube video. I think I may know. That sounded um, familiar when you said the old Hunters DLC. That sounded familiar. Um, but yeah, the Melania is definitely... I Melania might be the hardest boss I've fought in any game, straight up. She's she's out there, bro. I, I think the only thing that even com like compares is maybe like Sans in Undertale. And Sans, you know, I, I don't think Sans is as hard as Melania. And that may be just because I suck at shmups. I'm terrible at shmups games. <laughs> Alright, let's get into the first hot take. You guys ready? Let's go. This one is a hot, hot take. Let's go. There aren't enough dogs or birds in the game. I Shut agree. the fuck up, dude. <laughs> get I... the fuck out of here. <laughs> I agree. Fuck the birds. I hate Put more dogs birds. if you want. Fuck the birds. Yeah, dogs, at least the dogs, I can read a little bit easier, like follow them with my own eyes. The birds go fucking crazy over my head. I have no idea dude. what's going on. Have you guys seen, I'm, I'm sure you haven't, but Lane, have you seen the broken, like absolutely like what the fuck broken uh combo that the bleed dog can do oh yeah oh, i saw, I that, saw video. that it's like a 30 second video yep. dude yes yes 30 times and what one day. the fuck he had 99 <laughs> vigor endurance mm -hmm. like Clearing he had max heaviest toys, heaviest armor great shield fucking talismans to back it up and this dog just one, one shot him. like and he's yeah. and he's two-handing his shield and he's blocking and it's like that was insane fuck? yeah that's the strongest that could beat uh america just continuing the tradition of just dogs and FromSoft games being like just <laughs> buggy. like uh in dark souls 3 if they because of the way that the camera worked and like if you're not looking at something then usually the assets might not be loaded or textures are lower or something right if you weren't looking at the dog and you were like running away from a dog that was like aggro to you, it would just teleport on top of you. Oh my god! <laughs> um, if unless you looked at it the entire time, because if you looked away, it would like unload and then load back and just be teleported on top of your head. That's it's terrible. It was really goofy looking sometimes too. Bro. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, those dogs. The dogs are awful, and those birds are awful. The birds suck ass, dude. I'm sick of them. I feel like that's a meme hot take, though. That's yeah, not, that's a meme. Let's go, let's go to the next one. Fuck yeah. that one. Uh, this one's got four votes. Uh, Melania is a perfectly fine boss and is doable with every build. Your approach just needs to be different. And then he kind of explains a little bit more. Be calm and cool with the strength build and attack only after you know you're safe to do so after one of her combos. Jump R2s are key to success. Be aggressive as fuck with a dex build and attack at every opening. Magic guys maintain some distance and attack when you know you're out of her range. Warning, do not spam roll. Stamina management is key in this fight and try to use outspacing and jumps more. Don't dodge all the time. I'd only nerf her waterfowl preventing her waterfowl preventing her from pulling it on your face. 
uh, Waterfowl Dance is the big Is it the big thing? Oh, the dance? That's, it's called Waterfowl Dance. Is it that one? Is. On her sword, that's what yeah. her weapon art is called. Gotcha, okay. I was like, what's a Waterfowl? Yeah. Um, um, I mean, that that's the one that I've been calling the kill, the, the kill move of all kill moves. Yeah. Uh, because it really is like next level like if you get caught in that you're just fucking dead like it doesn't matter what you fucking do you're just dead but um, so uh, I have found ways to counter it not counter it really just dodge it how to do and, how to get around it yeah yeah the answer is actually um, she does it at very specific points in her boss fight um, yep. she'll, if you get her below like 70 percent around she'll do it and so it, once you do that, you have to like back off hard and she'll do the, start doing the slow walk at you. And then I uh, made her do it by like throwing a glint blade at her because <laughs> I'm a magic character. And then she would just do it. And if you're far enough away, you can dodge it. Yeah, as long as you're not caught in the first Sweet. part of that waterfowl yeah. dance, you can dodge the rest of it. Mm -hmm. There are also other things you can do, like on my character... I will admit that, like, you might have to think outside of the box and do something. Like, Mulaney is the only enemy in the entire game. Because I went Samurai, and before I started Power Stancing, I would just two-hand my, my uh, Uchigatana. So, like, I never really used a shield. I would solely dodge as my defense mechanism. That was it. I just dodged everything. Melania made me put a shield on like that's just what and it was the only it's the only enemy in the game That I have to put a shield on and walk a certain attack But that kill move like I put a shield on I blocked the first series of attacks And then when she stops if you like roll towards her whenever she like tries to come back at you that second time She kind of like jumps forward so if you dodge towards her then you might be able to just kind of clip through her while she's coming at you and dodge the second one. Um, and then at that point, if you keep rolling away, you should be able, you should be in the clear. So you can negate it, but it's really going to pull it out of you. Like it, it's, you're going to die multiple, multiple, multiple times. It's just like, she's a hard boss. You can tell she's meant to be one of the hardest bosses that they've ever made. Yeah. Um, but I pretty much agree with that take. I do too, I, honestly. I, think I don't think she's it. terribly broken. She's just very difficult. Any build, I think, could definitely beat her, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to try to do it with my strength character. <laughs> that's going to be using a big great hammer. I'm going to try to use that anchor weapon, and that's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. But I agree with that take as well. I mean, you can stagger uh, Melania if you know what you're doing. Um, there are certain weapon arts that really fuck her up. Um, so... You know, honestly, it's uh, it's really just being patient and knowing what you're doing with that fight and just taking it over and over, you know, going back, fighting it over and over and learning what to do. Okay. That take was a little heat. The take was a little heat. Eddie. Not super hot. Mm -hmm. So this is a PvP hot take. Ooh. Hot take in parentheses question mark. The weapon arts slash ashes of war ruin PvP due to their poor balancing. They are so spammable and have such a high damage output it makes PvP kind of terrible. And I hope from tweaks oh from tweaks them to make them balanced. Soul level 
125 PvP is and will be a shit show otherwise. It will come down to who can poise and get off their cringe weapon art first, which costs 10 FP for 50% of the max play or enemy player's health. They at the moment force you to play incredibly passive or abuse ones yourself. It's kind of cringe, not gonna lie. So I mean, he sounds like he's mad. It does sound like he's mad, but he said hot take and then a question mark. Like he doesn't even know if this is a hot hot take. You know what I mean? Um. So as a guy who's been researching and doing a lot of the PvP and watching videos about it and stuff, I do think that it can be a problem. There are some weapons that are just mm -hmm. straight broken with it. Yeah. Um. The Moonveil pre pre nerf was also extremely yep. busted. Um. But they nerfed it and did the stagger damage not as as high as it used to be. So it's not as big a problem anymore, and you don't see it as often in a duel. Um, the, but I do think that the meta PvP stuff right now for duels specifically at like a meta level of 125, mm -hmm. it is a little bit cringe. Um, I feel like a lot of the more annoying playstyles are a lot stronger now that um, backstabs are really hard to do now. Mm -hmm. um, and it makes it really hard to punish uh, really annoying playstyles like hiding behind a great shield and spamming nothing but the uh, the shield poke which has been like a big thing lately I fought a guy literally right before this who was doing the same thing I managed to beat him because I have a bleed weapon but um, if he knew what he was doing he probably could have beaten me really easily um, but that's one annoying thing another thing is that poise is extremely strong now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Poise is... Poise makes a lot of weapons in this game just invalid. Um, if you're using anything smaller than, like, a halberd that does, like, poise damage, then you're going to be struggling unless you have a shitload of poise yourself to poise through um, some bigger hits. Because uh, if you have a lower-ranged weapon, you just can't get in. And if, if you do get in, they'll poise through your tiny little straight sword hits and just hit you with something bigger. So good point it can be a little bit cringe and that not only that but they figured out that um somebody figured out that the uh wondrous physic there's the um the tier that you can equip that gives you basically infinite equip load oh yeah for like three minutes and that shit is completely broken yeah um you can have any build you want with as little endurance as you want and if you drink that then for three minutes in a duel um you can wear bull goat's armor and equip any weapon you want and you will be light as a feather crazy um and i think like you know for for like setups like people doing like tournaments or something like that in like a meta level pvp situation they'll probably just ban that physic but um yeah it'll be a problem for just like people who are at the uh there there's like the big pvp spot right now the uh Rhea lucaria academy gate mm -hmm. grace people are putting down their red signs a lot there and doing duels and stuff hmm. um, for people who are just like I don't want to pick up a red sign and duel somebody and they pull that fucking physic out it's going to be a problem right um, and there, there's a few things that probably need tuning like weapon arts and stuff um, I don't think they're that big a problem the weapon arts specifically I think the bigger problem is just uh some stuff is just a little too strong and hard to punish now that backstabs are not really even a thing anymore. It, somebody has to do a super committal move in order for you to reliably get a backstab anymore. Like a jumping R2 or something. Right. 
something that's gonna like drastically sh slow them down for a few seconds yeah something that'll literally keep them in place for like many frames <laughs> you know right um either there are, and a lot of those weapon arts actually are are probably something that you could probably backstab if you dodged it correctly but um and, and another problem with the PvP is not even necessarily like a problem with like the numbers of damage or mechanics of the game itself, but more of just the netcode. Yeah. Um, it uh, it's not good. It's it's never been good. <laughs> um, and madness builds are only strong because the netcode is so bad. Um, like that thing that CJ was talking about earlier with the madness. Yeah. 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 Um, that would not be nearly as big a problem if it weren't for netcode causing the uh, the ability for you to deal madness damage to somebody without ever hitting them. Um, it's super cheese. If they could fix the netcode, then I think a lot of this stuff would not be a problem. Right. But they're not going to do that because they've been doing this for about 15 years or so now. Yeah. And, they're, and the netcode is just as bad as it used to be. Yeah, they're not changing their ways at this point. Not now. Reason why I never really got super serious into the PvP and the Souls games because it can be very frustrating. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is kind of nice to know what's going on so that way, whenever I do help Shane or whatever, we do get invaded if we do have to fight those dudes. Um, you know, I can, you know, I stand a chance. Actually, I've got killed by like I got invaded by someone, I can't remember who I had summoned into my world. And then we got invaded and I got killed by that invader. It was the first time I ever got invaded. And then after that, I've actually killed every invader after that. Like, I got some of the Luke's world. I killed an invader. Uh, we fought the dragon there. We died. He summoned me again and then went AFK and we got invaded again because he was AFK for so long. And then I <laughs> killed that dude. Uh, killed the dude who invaded Shane. Uh, so, like kind of knowing what's going on knowing what people want to do like it's helping me out whenever i'm just like in that pvp situation i can't avoid right uh but i'm not going to be taking pvp serious it's shit's too it's too inconsistent in my opinion to really stress over if you know what i mean yeah okay this is the last hot take i can actually talk on this one too so i enjoy it um Sweet. optional bosses should scale up with your level or at least have an option to after be after being defeated by melania and her backs bs 1000 cuts at level 110 plus i decided to tackle some of the optional bosses i left behind to finish rounding up the trophies and whoa most of them it was basically two hits and that's it even the superimposing liches something dragon died a quick death to frost while I do get that part of the soul's charm is having your ass beat then coming back to overpower enemies, the open world aspect of this game combined with the insane number of optional bosses, 60 plus and counting. Uh, I also looked up how many bosses are in the game on the map and just bosses alone is a 158, it says. That's not including... Oh, I thought it was uh, more than I thought. <laughs> it's not counting demigods, elite enemies, great boss, invasions, oh or God. enemies, like uh, large enemy spots. Um holy fog yeah so that was a lot um but uh da -da 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 -da. someone not even knowing about the ever goals and noticing them late game would have zero challenge as they would one-shot enemies that are obviously meant for level 50 players and below 
TLDR, optional bosses are way too easy if left until late game. Dynamic difficulty options need to exist. I just defeated Mog and whoa, he's clearly meant for tra to be training wheels for the si capital city main boss. He died so fast. I hate it when a game is like, oh, we scaled it up for you. Because I love coming back to a boss fight or any kind of fight and being like, look, I've been training for the last 10 hours. I'm strong enough to fight you now. Well, in my opinion, I think the reason that they do, that they did not give you the option to scale it up is because the, for example, can't remember his name, but the dude who wears the fat guy armor in one of the Ever Jails mm -hmm. uh, and does like a fire move as well um, and has the wild strikes thing that he does. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That guy. Um, he's supposed to be that strong. Like he's, he's not supposed, supposed to be any stronger even. than that. And that dude right. is actually easy, even if you go to it as fast as possible. Right. So that's just how that enemy is. Melania is just supposed to be that strong. You yeah. know, the same way that fucking I don't know, dude. The uh. <laughs> the summoning snails are supposed to be that strong where when you find out what the fuck's going on and you gotta go hit this snail instead of his illusion he fucking dies in a couple hits that's how strong that's supposed to be I think that's why you're not able to scale up those those optional bosses and that's why you go fight them in New Game Plus that's fair that's fair so like I think that's why. I mean, I, I, I get where he's coming from. Because there are some fights that I admit in my first playthrough, whenever I was like level 80, 90, and I went to go like do this optional thing and I killed the boss in two or three hits. Yeah, it might have ruined that fight for me. And as, as far as like ruin the fight, as far as I didn't get to experience it at the level I was supposed to or whatever. But that's just the name of the game, baby. And then, like I said, if I wanted to experience that fight at the level I'm supposed to, I can go do it right. in new game. Right. And I did that on some of those bosses. So you just got to kind of remember. Um, but yeah, I don't know how you feel about it, Lane, but I think it would be kind of be kind of lame. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much also disagree with the guy because I, I don't really like... Um, games I, I mean I, I don't think any game that scales the enemies to your level and stuff is bad necessarily or inherently but um, I think the way the Elden Ring does it where it's like it, the opposite is also kind of true um, for Elden Ring where if you go to a really hard zone right away it'll be super hard but the rewards will be like super high for you and then you can go to the rest of the game and kind of stomp it if you go to Caleb right away <laughs> um you know, you're going to have a hard time, but then you'll come out of it, like, super strong. And I, I think that's a really cool thing about Elden Ring. And I think that you would obviously lose that if you scaled all the enemies to your level. And, mm -hmm. it, and it also kind of gives the game a sort of, like, logical progression. Like, if you want to just, like, go through the game as, like, it's intended, air quotes, you could just go Limgrave, Liurnia, Altus Plains, Kaled, uh, Landell, and then, like, Mountain tops of the giants and all that stuff, and mm -hmm. um, 
but I, I like the way that Elden Ring does it, because it also, it, it does it like old RPGs used to do it. Um, Morrowind, you know, was mm. like that as well, where enemies didn't scale to your level, and if you just ran into something that was super strong, it would just, it would just body you. you. Yeah. Um, and it, that was really cool about that game. It was like, uh, there was um, a, a logical progression to the game. Um, and I feel like a lot of the time, the if you want to make the game harder for yourself whenever you go to fight those things, you can do a challenge run that always will make anything you fight hard. Right. Um, mm-hmm. There's nothing stopping you from making the game harder for yourself by doing some sort of challenge or having a restriction on yourself. Yeah, it's like playing Pokemon nowadays, but like turning off a lot of those uh, settings and stuff mm-hmm. so that you don't get experience share or you nuzlocke a run or XYZ. Um, and I, I feel like for a lot of people I know like I don't want to really get into the whole this game should be easier thing but I feel like scaling a lot of like all of the bosses to your level might actually make a lot of the game harder oh yeah, yeah. I agree oh yeah um, like dungeon bosses like those bosses like a lot of them you'll probably go in and you'll stomp just because like you'll be even over leveled just for doing all of the exploration and stuff yeah but they'd be pretty hard if you scaled them to just be to match your skill level or yeah. power level, rather. Yep, um, I agree. Um, and I agree with Lane as far as liking a uh, a logical progression in the game. Um, to me, if they were to give you the option to, or they just do it and scale every enemy to your power level, um, enemies certain enemies in certain locations lose character. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, there would not be memes around Caleb right now if every enemy in every zone was scaled to give you a hard time no matter what. Um, you know, the fucking southern part of the map wouldn't be, you know, a place that I suggest new players go to because the fucking boss in Fort whatever down there is easier than fucking Godric. Which this, uh, this post only talks about the optional bosses, but you have a good point too. Like, if the world scaled with you, it would it would suck. It would get tiring. You know what I mean? Like, it would just... Mm-hmm. It'd be it's so much harder to like get through things, and yeah, it sucks when you can one shot a boss you skipped on accident. But it's just what it is. There was a game that sounded really cool that came out. I can't remember its name, and uh, it was like a not a co-op game, but you could build a party of units and like travel around, do mercenary work and stuff like that. I was like, this is really cool. But then I heard out or found out that the world scales with you, and it just kind of ruins. I don't like like I want a challenging fight, but I don't want a fight to be so hard that I I can't go level up and come back and beat it because if it's just going to level up with me it just feels like you know, there's no point leveling up or anything like that so it's like ah. I I like that the bosses have a set point because that's their purpose that's how strong they're supposed to be if you want to become overpowered and spend all those hours grinding that's your decision and like at making it so that all the bosses would scale to your level would I feel like a lot of the bosses in Elden Ring specifically are just like crafted to be exactly as strong as they are. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And that I feel like you would lose something and maybe cause some problems by just kind of blanket throwing a 
scaling system onto every boss in the game. You'd probably have like some bosses that were just like way too un unintentionally strong or weak right. mm -hmm. um, based on that scaling system. Because it, it's just... I'm, I wouldn't call it lazy because you had to develop like a whole system in order to do that. But you, it's it would definitely make it so you wouldn't have to actually think too hard about how you set up this boss fight and how much health they have and all that because right. you would have a system to do that for you. Right. Um, I, it just feels more carefully crafted in Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every boss is unique for a specific point in the game that they expect you to face it. Exactly. Yeah. And if, if you missed it, you missed it. That's the whole point of exploring and coming back in New Game Plus is... And you're going, that, to miss, uh, you're going to miss... Yeah, you're going yeah. to. You just have to accept that. But Unless you have the interactive map pulled up and you have like yeah, all playing, of the icons yeah. that are blinding you. <laughs> yeah. You just scrape the whole game like that. You got fucking Cowboys Walkthrough up playing it side by side or some shit. Mm -hmm. But... Um, no, nah, for me, uh, I think that uh, it's a good thing that they don't allow you to scale up the optional bosses because, like I was saying earlier, those bosses are meant to be that strong, so it, it really shows you how strong you are. Mm -hmm. uh, I was talking to Shay earlier, and my main character in Elden Ring is probably the, the strongest character I've made in any From Software game. He's fucking busted. Oh, for sure. And and you can really tell in this game how strong you are. And I love it. Especially whenever you start, like, if you are somebody who's struggling at first. And then you can go hand a boss its ass. Mm -hmm. And you can see how far your character has progressed. And then, like, you have that moment where you're like, dude, I really am strong that can really be like a moment that keeps you playing the game like it could be a much needed moment for some people right all right guys this is uh this is it it's funny i think our two elden ring episodes have been uh this one's almost a minute there or a minute 30. this one's almost an hour 30. <laughs> uh the last one was an hour 30. uh so it's funny that our two elden ring episodes are our longest episodes on on record so far but so, uh, um do you want to give like a quick final thought, CJ, on how good the yeah. game is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So to me, it deserves its 97 for sure. Um, they keep patching the game. Patched it yesterday. Uh, they keep improving it. Um, they're trying to get the port to where it needs to be. Um, and as far as the actual game, uh, in my opinion, best in the series. Let's go. Um, best game I've played, uh, you know, this, this, you know, decade, you know, since the start of the 2020s, um, it's my new favorite game of all time. It's the best game I've ever played. I've played it for 166 hours and I have been bored for zero. I've wow. been experiencing new stuff almost the whole time. And honestly, bro, one of the best uh, developers in the game really outdone themselves and I'm staying with my previous uh, score of the game I got a new mic in this week so it's, it'll be a little better quality but you gotta give it a 10 out of 10 it's a fucking masterpiece yeah that was something I forgot to bring up too is CJ got a new mic we're moving up in the world 
Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't, so I'm gonna sound like shit. Yeah, another episode you won't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna listen to it either way. What do you think, Lane? What What's your thoughts on on LD? Oh god, it's so goddamn good. It's like the best one they've made. <laughs> it's um, I, it it words cannot describe. Like I, there are very few games that I play in which I think this may not be my favorite game, but this is probably the one of the best games I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that thought with like Nier Automata. I had that thought with uh, Elden Ring, and um, a few other games, a few really in- insane games like that. Skyrim. Um, <laughs> Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I love Skyrim, dude. I've got I love Skyrim. <laughs> um, it's it's so good. I and it can only get better. The last patch added characters and quest lines, mm-hmm. sure. like for free, th- for free, and th- this game can only increase in score in my head. Yep, um, I'm telling you, dude. The, and especially in this day and age, just to wrap a bow on my statement, in this day and age, where developers will give you a half-baked game and ask you for more money after you've bought it. Yeah. From Software is asking for the price of admission, and that's it. And, and then after out. the game's been out for a couple weeks, they're adding patches for free to add new quest lines, new NPCs, fixing issues with the game, and they're on top of their shit. I've played the game for 166 hours, and I bought oh the game God. once, and, and they still haven't asked me for more money. That's amazing. So that just goes to show... Beautiful. The potential for uh you know you, you put the time and you develop the right game you develop it well uh it'll shine call of duty can't wait out. for the new armored core i don't know what that is <laughs> or their older games <laughs> oh okay i was like i don't know what you guys are talking about anymore not that i really kept up with a lot of this stuff um i haven't beat the game but i think it's extremely fun uh, it's definitely worth a try. Uh, one day I may buy it so that I cannot have to rely on Tyler anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, Lane, thank you for joining us for the last time uh, for yeah, a minute yeah. until we decide to talk about anime or something next. For the uh, last time. You never have to hear my nasally voice again. For the last time. We're putting Lane back in the fridge. Uh, <laughs> CJ, thank you for joining me. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next session.